Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, February 4th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Omniflix presents In the Spotlight with Cosmos Awards and Finn from Terra Spaces. Really? When was I on that? Yeah, okay. Let's take a listen. Good evening and good morning, everybody. Uh, we've got a very exciting show uh, in the spotlight tonight. Tonight, joining us in the spotlight are cosmos awards uh and we also have terra spaces who will be following them up uh so a very very exciting show coming at you guys tonight and we will be with you in just a moment uh to get started and i see cosmos space uh cosmos awards is already here and ready to go so that's amazing um so we'll be ready in just about two minutes and we will kick off this In the Spotlight special. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Um, this is In the Spotlight, and I would like to welcome to the stage the Cosmos Awards team. Uh, do we have uh, Maria and Victoria, is it, or is it just Maria today? Hey, uh, this is Victoria, but you, uh, Maria is in the audience. I oh, I see her there. Awesome. Come up and Sorry speak to you. Perfect. And apologies if you hear screaming children. Uh, there is nothing I can do about that, unfortunately. And we've got Maria. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for joining us. So the Cosmos Awards are going to be uh, a very exciting event that are going to be on Flix TV. Uh, and this is for the entire Cosmos ecosystem, correct? Correct. Yes. Everybody is welcome to participate. Uh, we've tried to get uh, some traction on Twitter. So it's good to be here to talk about it. Absolutely. Very happy to have you guys. Um, so now the show, uh, where was this inspired from? Like, where did you guys get the uh, idea to do this? And how long have you been planning it for? So my original thought, uh, it probably came up around the same time I saw the uh, Cosmoverse Awards that you guys hosted um last year uh around september i think it was yes um and it was a you know you guys did such a good job doing the whole cosmoverse production i mean it turned out amazing and the youtube stream was seamless and all of it turned out really well and i was really impressed and um there was a small award show at the end of cosmoverse where where they i don't remember when they did the voting but uh, they kind of um, gave awards, you know, some small praise to some of the builders in this space. And I was like, I was like, oh, you know, we should do that um, with some of the community members. And I'm sure that, you know, other people feel the same. And, and that's kind of just what sparked the idea. And, um, you know, people eventually came on board and wanted to help. And it's 
it's basically a community project, you know, put on by the community for the community, just to shine a spotlight on people that we think have have done some good things for the cosmos ethos. And uh, we just wanted to to praise those people and show some appreciation. That's a beautiful thing. And um, now when this event happens, is it going to be a community driven event or um, I, I know you guys have done uh, have set up have prepared like some of the nominations and whatnot um, for the community to vote on, if I'm correct. Right. So um, I had sort of a plan in place uh, when we got started. And um, honestly, it, it's taken a, a little bit longer than I thought it would um, just because we haven't got a lot of uh community involvement from the get-go i mean it's it's not always easy to get traction as the project starting out um and you know you have to get noticed so uh, i'm really thankful for the people who joined on early and the people who submitted um uh, categories for awards um and nominations for people who they think should win so all of this was all done by a community effort. So um, it wasn't just me, it, it wasn't just one small group, it was everybody who paid attention and everybody who wanted to get involved. So um, we took input uh, from the community using Twitter and Discord for uh, like what categories should we use, like uh, NFTs or or um, dApps or, or chains or, or whatever they wanted to show awards praise for. And then we narrowed it down to who should be nominated for those awards. And then um, uh, we had like a small team form, the Cosmos Awards team. And uh, yeah, we worked our butt off to butts off to um, to narrow down the nominations. But um, I'm so glad Omniflix is involved now because it's really going to look so good. And and I hope uh, that this will be a good uh, way to to get more people on board with with voting next week it'll be fun i don't doubt that it will be i can't wait to see uh you know who the nominees are for everything because i think that's gonna be a really cool concept how many different categories are there um and actually uh, before i go to that how do you uh, how did you and maria meet and come to work on this big you maria and i um, okay. um... I, I was <laughs> I was gonna ask you because I'm here suffering, like hearing you speak because she just had surgery recently. Um, if you want, I can go. If not, you're the mind behind everything here. So up to you. Yeah, so um, thank you, Maria. <laughs> yeah, I was having a really rough day yesterday, so I couldn't really speak. Um, but um, I'm glad that I can be here today <laughs> to speak about this. I think we have narrowed it down to uh, 14 different uh, awards for different categories, like in the NFT awards, um, art. Uh, let's see, we have a couple of awards for individuals in the space, um, a validator award, just things like that um, to give some recognition for for people who don't always get the recognition they deserve in the space things people who have um been noticed and and deserve the praise from the community and I, I know that there are a lot of good community members in the cosmos that that feel like other people deserve the recognition but as far as um 
Maria and how Maria and I met. Um, I think we we met when we were doing a like a women's um, charity project together. We we made a art project together um, to make an NFT to raise money for a charity for women in Web three, and that's just how we started building our own friendship. Um, we have some other. Um, cosmos awards team members in the audience as well but uh yeah i'm i'm really thankful for the help from everybody and we're very thankful that you're putting this on for the community um because this is something that you know we've seen other communities do similar things but um it's always a nice feature when you can have it in your own ecosystem and be and be in in the running for an award um and give the recognition to the creators that deserve it um so not that it, not that uh that there's any that don't but you know the ones that are um you know that go above and beyond for the community and do their you know do the best that they can to uh be active in the community you know despite having you know probably a nine to five job and uh, families to to worry about. You know, there's so many of us that um, that go above and beyond, and it's, it's going to be really great to give them the recognition that they deserve. Um, now, the one the one thing I wanted to ask you guys: Are there any criteria for the nominees or to win uh, an award with this, uh, or can it, can anybody win and be nominated? So that um, anybody could be nominated, we. The nominations are already finished. We took nominees back in November um, from the Twitter community and the Discord um, for people who are participating. Um, so there was a long list of people that that were nominated. And so we went down through each category as a team um, and agreed upon the ones that the categories that would still be standing that had enough nominees and uh, the nominees that would be in the final voting round. So um, the nomination period is over and this is it. Like this is the Cosmos Awards uh, voting. So next week is the official vote for the people who will win. And it's it's not a, a huge deal. Um, you know, if you didn't make it this round, I, I'm sure there'll be more participation uh, next time. If we do this again next year, um, more people will know about it. And, you know, people will be nominating their friends for for different different awards next year. So uh, the, the more people participate, the better it's going to be. Um, so how would the event uh, essentially showcase the achievements of people or the, you know, the winners? Uh, and the nominees, you know, how, how is the event going to showcase their talents and um, and uh, recognize their contributions to the community? Sorry, I thought I was I saw Maria wanted to speak, but um, yes, I can go. No, what they want wanted to say. <laughs> Sorry, Victoria. No, what they wanted to say is like it's true that we started this initiative like not in the best timing, in the sense of you know like Christmas was super close. People, you know, obviously had families and disappeared and so on. So it was a bit tough trying to continue and keep it up with it. Uh, but I don't know, I see it like a really great idea. Um, I'm seeing it like this can happen, you know, like uh, along the years in the future. 
I think this is going to be the most humble <laughs> edition. You know, the beginning we learn about everything and how to plan better. But I think it's pretty cool because actually uh, what you asked, Chef, about how we are rewarding people, well, keeping in mind that this is a community event, it's just to, you know, like, kudos to you. Uh, Victoria had planned some of NFTs. Uh, prices but now she can explain more but you know it's more like a um, small recognition to the communities that has been held and you know building and and i don't know connecting with us every day and so maybe victoria you can go now and speak about you know what you had planned about prices and so on yeah so as far as uh showcasing what these communities have already done or these individuals or dApps it's more uh just recognizing the the community has already realized that these people have done something great and they deserve to be in the spotlight for it um we haven't you know bugged many of these uh, projects to get involved with Cosmos Awards. We're just wanting to let them sit back and be rewarded. So uh, the the award will be in the form of an NFT, and um, it will represent you know which award they won in which category, have their uh, project or their individual name on it, and um, you know they can use that to to show thanks to their community for their support. That's great. Um, now, do you envision this being in the metaverse next year? I don't know, Victoria, but I would love to. <laughs> you know, I'm down, yeah, ready I mean, to the road. Like, I'm ready to go to the metaverse. Whenever. I know, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. Um, I I hope that my hope is that it uh that it gets noticed gets recognized that people realize that this is something fun that they want to participate in and that more ideas come to the the table i'm hoping that you know with this space and with the voting and with the awards and everything uh, people will start throwing ideas out there for next time yeah i think this would be a great opportunity to create a dow around this um you know and and use it um use this as like a proof of concept for the you know for the DAO and then move forward and structure it as um you know as a proper DAO and then that way you can have you know you can ha raise uh funding and you can uh get the community involved with governance voting and all that and I, I think it would be a really great way of kind of tying off the loose ends yeah at this point i i really like that it was just you know, like a casual community input thing. And it, you know, it didn't have to do with who owned what and, and how much money anybody had. If you participated in Cosmos and you recognize that name and you say, wow, they really are great um, and they deserve recognition, I'm going to vote for them, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm glad that we have our little humble beginnings to to base all this project off of at this point, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes in the future, but I'm, I'm also, you know, I hope they'll be excited to get, to be a part of this initial Cosmos Awards. Oh, I'm sure everybody wants to be part of the first, you know, the first, uh, the first something. 
So uh, I think people will definitely be excited, excited to get behind it. And, you know, it's, it, the entire broadcast will be live streamed, correct? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Mar- Maria, you should speak about yes. this because Maria is planning all that. Well, I'm planning. <laughs> I'm planning to put myself there again. Um, yeah, but we're going to, um, you know, like um, set the winners on song through a streaming. Um, I'm going to be uh, honored to be with famous Yo, <laughs> Cosmos Yo who is nice enough to to join us to do this. So I think it's going to be pretty fun. The idea is when we uh, know who are the winners, you know, to contact those uh, communities, that person. So maybe they can also join us and, you know, I don't know, like give a little speech or whatever they want to, to say as a thank you to their community. So, yes, I think it's going to be pretty fun. I think it's a good, you know, way of a start this theme, but 100% agree on that. I, I really see potential here for the future. So, yeah, let's see. Um, and just, uh, you said the NF, that they'll be, that they'll be receiving NFTs for the winners. Um, aside from that, in, in terms of recognition and whatnot, um, do you have uh, any, like, uh, ideas for the future, how you want this to develop out in terms of maybe, you know, offering resources to the winners. Um, have you guys considered doing sponsorships or anything like that for, to like, uh, for the event, like getting communities to sponsor the event? To be honest, if, I'm sorry, yeah. Victoria, uh, speaking from my <laughs> side, because I am a dreamer. Um, yes, I can imagine everything and beyond. Um, yes, I would love to, I think with this first let's say like yeah the first ceremony is more like about getting people to know what we're doing what we're planning to the future and oh, no, you I'm know talking, talking like future no future yes yes events. yes but uh, what what is what i'm saying like if we got enough attention from people and so on, i think it can be a sponsor in the future for sure like why not and maybe we can even add it like as a side event of cosmoverse you know, like, why not? Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think that would be amazing. Yes, of course. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, that was one of my initial ideas and hopes was to uh, get, you know, people on board and, and hoping that uh, maybe different projects would want to sponsor to reward these uh, award winners. But, uh, you know, there's always the hope and there's always the the dream of the future and um you know i think that we just need to get the the eyes on the project and get some more support but you know obviously we're excited and we're happy with where it is now and you know we're looking forward to where it goes will these winners be uh winners for 2022 then i imagine just to clarify for everybody yeah. Or is this uh, twenty? Uh, their work for the the work is the body of work is uh, that you're considering is for 2022. Correct. Yes. Cool. All right. I just wanted to clarify that. Um, and is there anything uh, with regards to the uh, event that you wanna that that you wanna share or that uh, I might have missed? I think we very well covered it. Um, so voting will be on Omniflix. 
um, next week, we're going to try and do some more promotions, more tweets. If you see the tweets, you can follow along Cosmos Awards, uh, retweet us, share the share the word. Um, please let your friends know, uh, let your favorite projects know uh, that they can let their communities know to vote for their favorites. Um, and just be looking forward to that. And then as Maria was saying, after we wrap up the voting and we get the winners in order, uh, we'll be reaching out to them and, and we'll be doing a live stream. Can you talk a little bit more about how the voting will actually work and how that process will um, will take place? Yeah, so uh, the, the way that OmniFlix has set it up on, they've, they've used the um, nomination slides that we gave them. So you'll be shown a category with a group of um, nominees. And then you'll, I think you have to set up your wallet to have um, the OmniFlix token to be able to vote. Um, so that's your that's your key to vote, right? So you go in, you log in, you watch a video, it'll stop, and then you vote for your first nomination. Then it'll continue, and it'll show the the next slide, which is another um, category. Which I'm trying I'm trying not to give away what the categories are <laughs> because I want you guys to be able to have fun uh, when you see them. But just think in terms of like NFT projects, uh, art, you know, best art or best type of art or most active community and things like that. Um, and then you'll vote for your favorites at the end. It'll show you that you're finished and that will I think that will be it. And then um, all the votes will be tallied and um, and given to the team. We'll see them and we'll we'll let the winners know and invite them to the to the live feed on YouTube with Cosmos Joe and Maria. That is a nice little process there. I think I think people will enjoy that. Um, and the last thing I want to ask for this event, um, given that it's virtual, how are you going to? Um, are, are you going to have like the actual event take place on the you know in advance, or is it going to be all, is it going to be all in like pre recorded, or is it going to be live? That's to be honest, uh, we have to speak with you guys. I think life is the best option because maybe, uh, you know, community can also interact with us. Um, I don't know. I think I prefer that idea, but obviously we need to, to agree on that and maybe just keep it recorded for people who can watch us, you and me <laughs> in the future. don't know. Fair enough. Well, I guess we'll have to talk about that then. Hey y'all, Finn here, Terra Spaces. I've just been listening back. Uh, this sounds really cool. Uh, I think there could, I mean, every great academy needs an Academy Awards show, right? So at, at some point, I imagine red carpets, limousines, uh, people being flown out, uh, big name musicians and whatnot headlining the awards show. Uh, moments like what we saw with with Will Smith and, and Christopher <laughs> Rock, perhaps, you know, sa sandwiches, perhaps getting slapped out of people's mouths. I mean, you never know what's going to happen at these things. Uh, I'd also maybe even like to to see a couple of uh, proposals up 
to uh, form a couple sub DAOs. And then I'd like to see those sub DAOs get a couple proposals up to get some funding for uh, a proper award show. And then uh, as far as like the video stuff, it would be cool to have like a live aspect that everybody's there just like participating in the moment. But then after the fact, you have like a nice edited version, you know, like for airing on TV or airing on Omniflix and, and whatnot. Or even Spotify. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you just want the audio, I mean, there you go. I also, I think if people are familiar with the badges, like collecting the uh, Cosmos Spaces badge from the other day or any of the other Omniflix in the studio uh, or... Uh, I'm blanking on the other show I edited so many spaces today, but the other shows you guys do, and you have those Pope badges that you got to like watch the video and then you get to, to get your, uh, your NFT from it. I like that you guys are using that same flow to cast votes and everything. And uh, I would just throw it out there. Just the other day we had Chino man from Hermes protocol on, and he does a lot of like discord connecting to web three wallet stuff, searches, alerts, notifications, uh, it would be cool to see at some point some something just right in the Discord server that you just like, it's got your wallet address and then you can vote right in there and it, it captures it on chain. But yeah, really cool stuff. I feel like I've been in that Discord server for like a year now and I just like it's I'm in so many servers like it's hard to keep track of it. But definitely, ladies, if you like need anything, just ping me like I'm I'm in there. I just don't say much. No, thank you so much for for your insights. Obviously, we all know that that award shows can be fun and you know also chaotic. But um, yeah, we're it, it's just the humble beginning, and and I'm sure that the more ideas that people throw at it, and the more that we want out of it, and the more we want it, uh, the the better it's going to get. I agree. I think it's going to be a great show. Um, and I think you guys are going to do a fantastic job with it. Um, you know, between, you know, so last question for you guys, um, Victoria, how did you get involved in the Cosmos, uh, ecosystem and how did you get involved in the crypto space in general? How did I get involved in Cosmos ecosystem? I started out in the secret network. I started my own NFT project, um, like an art project to support women who use uh, Stash uh, Marketplace. So um, I've joined forces with Maria to to also um, just get involved with the different women in NFTs and communities. And we have our own um, Twitter space that we are doing together on a biweekly basis. We're we're working on possibly moving that to a weekly basis, but um, just you know, staying connected with uh, women in Web three and and artists and keeping the the positive mentality because I've I've done a lot of uh, reaching out to different communities outside of Cosmos and it's. It's so toxic out there. Um, I like the Cosmos uh, general personality and the community around here. And it's it's so hard to reach out otherwise because people just want to tear you down. Um, so I'm interested in connecting with people in the space that are that are not like that, that are that want to connect and lift each other up and teach each other and um, you know help to use Web three efficiently as opposed to just bickering, fighting, and 
and saying you're doing that wrong and you're a scam and, and things like that. Well, you've come to the right place, I think. Um, and yeah, I very sorry, much but... appreciate all of you <laughs> for helping out. I mean, you guys, it's so great. Um, you know, like every, they'll, people around Cosmos will, will drop names and say, you know, they're a good collaborator and you should reach out to this person. And oh my gosh, you'd be great to work with this person. And it's a great collaborative space where, whereas, you know, I've just seen so much, you know, negativity elsewhere. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be here where we are now. <laughs> no, I've seen the same and um, I feel very blessed to have landed in this uh, ecosystem um, and be able to share my time with uh, you fine people. So um, last thing, Maria, is there anything else you'd like to add uh, with regards to uh, the Cosmos Awards or any uh, exciting things coming from women from Cosmos? Oh, no, I want to give this space for Cosmos Awards just to encourage people to go to vote next week. Um, yeah, as Finn said, like, let's gonna make this first Cosmos Award epic so we can move to the limos and so on next year. Okay, guys? Um, yeah, just come enjoy both and then watch Joe and me while we are speaking with the winners and just have fun together at the end. It's all about community. Thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate it. You're welcome to stay throughout the rest of the show. We'd love to have you. Um, but we really appreciate you putting this whole thing together and, um, and going out of your way to make it a really incredible uh, experience for people in the community that um, you know have worked so hard to, um, to to launch projects in the NFT space and launch projects within the community uh, to validate for the community and to do all the other uh, integral things that people such as Terra Spaces do, which is uh, being the community scribe essentially. Uh, so welcome to you, Finn. How are you? Oh, not bad, not bad. Good to be on this side of the show instead of the other side for a, for a minute. I appreciate you taking the time on your uh, busy Saturday to, um, you know, taking some time away from the family to spend some time with us rather than having the recorder running. Uh, you know, I, we really appreciate it because there's a lot of people that don't know too much about you and there's probably a, uh, a lot to tell. So uh, the first question that I have for you is what does Finn do in the Cosmos ecosystem? Because I feel like there's so much besides just the Terra Spaces side because I see you on the, um, the rack radio. I see you uh, you know, I heard you're a rapper. I've heard many different things about Finn. So let's set the record straight. Oh man, what does Finn do? What does Finn not do? Uh, yeah, I mean, besides archiving everybody's spaces or as many of them as I can, uh, that's pretty much like a 24 seven job for one cat, but, uh, we have a whole corporation we're setting up. Uh, you may have seen the the corporate PFPs. There's a pretty strict NDA and a lot of lawyers involved, so I can't really say too much about that. There's some podcasts. I've been at that since like 2008. There's, yeah, probably like 10 rap albums on my band camp, four of which are maybe decent. The others are garbage learning basically you know like you're and anytime you start something new even you know if it's out of passion or if it's just something you got to do like the first few times years are 
whatever are going to be pretty trash. So I just have them up there because it is kind of fun to go to like the oldest shit and then like pick a random song and be like, oh, my God, that was so cringy and, and painful and, and awful. And then go to like the most recent shit, like uh, the stuff you guys, if you make it through a whole space at the end of each one, all of those songs for the most part are mine. Uh, and yeah, there's like you can hear a whole a whole progression of evolution in there, which is kind of cool. Uh, I play a lot of disc golf, frisbee golf. Like, cause I'm a hippie. I live in Oregon, so we do a lot of like organ hippie stuff, psychedelics, and and music festivals and and golf. But yeah, the last like year and a half since I started doing Terraspaces, man, it's just it's been this like up at five six in the morning, recording, editing, posting, shit posting, shit posting some more, and then yeah, throughout you know doing that starting in terra and then having lunatics be like hey will you catch this secret space for me or hey will you catch this akash weekly for me i'm like cool and like i'm kind of ocd about stuff so when i see that it's a weekly thing i will just like now it's part of the weekly routine and like over time it's gotten to where i mean if you, you go to terraspaces.org schedule and look you can scroll backwards in time through that calendar and you just see it's like some days there's like 15, 20 spaces happening. And like I can realistically on like a, a 14 hour day, if I just sit there and edit spaces, I can maybe get through like eight, nine if I'm really like, you know, <laughs> hustling through them. So it just it adds up and it, it builds up over time. I think currently I'm editing stuff from the 31st. So that's that's fun. Um, you you yeah. work. Yeah, some of them. It, it depends. Some of them, like if the people ask, like I, I work for the people, man. I, the community supports me. I'm happy if if they're like, hey, this one wasn't recorded on Twitter at all. Can you like put it to the front of the line? And if, if a couple people do that, I'll I'll try to do it. I don't like to like play favorites or be biased, but obviously, if you're an ecosystem or a project that's pitching in every month, your shit will go to the front of the line if you want it to. That's just kind of the way life works. Um, but yeah, just watching this whole whole uh crypto thing transpire from the luna pump having that all in there from like 25 up to 110 and then back to fucking fractions of a penny uh all those spaces and then the voyager thing and the cell thing and the uh obviously the ftx thing like there's a lot of history in that audio and like a lot of obviously not everybody is their true self when they're on spaces, especially if they see the record light up there reminding them. But like for the most part, when people are talking, they're they're being fairly honest about who they are and stuff. And it's 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 pretty interesting. You you get like a whole wide swath of of humanity messing with crypto, you know. Do you but actually yeah, it's it's that every space? Say that again. Do you actually actively listen to each and every space, like uh, at some point or oh, another? Oh God, no! Oh God, no! Nobody pays me enough for that shit. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> no, and like hu humanly, like there's no way I would be able to edit them and listen to them. I've been podcasting since '08, so I've I've done a lot of audio editing. I edit and master all of my own music and shit so i know like what a waveform should look like for the most part and what a what a bang on the table or a door shutting or whatever you know just noise looks like so i, I can scoot through them pretty quick 
sometimes I'll hop in the discord and like just stream my screen of like me editing. If, if I got like a long space to edit or something and people hop in there and just kind of see the process, but yeah, it's, it's real boring, monotonous work, but it's one of those few things that you can do and it gets you into somewhat of a flow state to where everything kind of melts away. And then you're just like in that groove, you know, like writing raps, making art, skydiving. I'm told I would never jump out of plane, but I'm told that gets you in the flow state for the, the duration. Uh, and yeah, just doing this kind of stuff, like looking at the waveform headphones on and just kind of, you know, going through it, trying to make them sound as, as good as I can and not spend, you know, too much time on them. Cause I think a lot of it is me being picky, more picky than what normal listeners are really going to give a shit what something sounds like. So I've been trying to get better at that and like increasing my output and not being so like anal about being super meticulous with everything. I mean, the my my favorite Terrace Spaces memory is when you input the Jeopardy music in there in uh and during a space for us, and that meant a lot because. You actually took the time, and I, you had to have been listening at that point, and you not only took the time to like implement the actual Jeopardy music when I was humming it, but you, um, you, you that was that just, you didn't have to do that. That was like you know, you went above and beyond there, and we appreciate the fact that you, um, you know, do like cool shit like that for us and for the rest of the community. Um, you know, I like putting like little, little Easter eggs and shit in there, you know, like for people that are actually listening to this stuff, like there's a lot of content there. I mean, we have, I checked earlier today. I was, I was actually filling out like a Kadena ecosystem funding grant thing, just trying to add number 12 to the amount that I've been turned down for, uh, for public funding. So I was like, I looked back and we have like 27, 2,732 or something spaces archive now since wow. november since last october so um, do but yeah like i'll notice and like i normally don't edit for content because it's not my content right like i'm just the, the historical record but i have had people ask me that like a troll will come into their space and just start dropping like n-bombs or just start being a troll and they're like hey any chance you can like remove that for me? I'm like, yeah, I got you. No problem. And like, people are super grateful when you're able to to do that kind of stuff for them because they don't want to like be passing out audio to their friends that has some asshole, like halfway through just, you know, being a troll and not in a funny way. Like I'm all about trolling, but like, that's just, just not that funny, you know? <laughs> no, I got you. We actually had one in our uh, space this morning. Uh, I think for a little while, but um, we we gave him Das Boot pretty quick. Um, yeah, so if that happens, like, make sure to hit me up because I don't always catch them. Like, I, I usually do because you'll see, like, the big gaps and stuff. Or it, usually when people are trolling, they're really loud, like, louder than everybody else. And that's real easy to to kind of catch in the, in the audio unless you're editing a space that Robo's in because that dude's just loud all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, if 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 I'm recording a space and you guys see something like that or, or hear something like that, rather, definitely, like, hit me up and give me the time code and I'll, I'll definitely make it disappear you know that's like uh it's like the invisibility cloak exactly I, i'm always watching always watching <laughs> invisible until you need me and so, like when i started out i used to do a lot of like kind of space opera e shit like there's eight i think eight or nine episodes of just the terra spaces podcast 
And the whole premise was that I stole a ship from Midas, who was doing Space Loot at the time. Now, if you guys remember Space Loot, but it was an NFT project that was just text. And then you could get your renders of your spaceship. So when the renders came out, I made up this whole like story about how I stole a ship and me and his robots, the lunar assistant bots were like flying around the galaxy and each planet we would stop at or crash land in or whatever was a different project or protocol. And I like did all the background sounds like you, you close your eyes and like you're in the spaceship and we're like crash landing and shit. Or there's one where I'm talking to this dude and we're in a bar. So like there's all the bar sounds and shit, like all that kind of stuff I really enjoy doing. But obviously it takes a lot of time to like, you know, actually produce something like that. So lately it's it's been a lot of uh with the rack FM, we're trying to make that show like a nice proper show. So we have like the intro and like the the live audience applauding and all that shit. And I just try and make it sound as as fluid as possible and and make it fun, you know. So how'd you get involved with the um rack community? Man, I was in a trash can one day, just <laughs> down on my luck. <laughs> and these motherfuckers try to like fight me over a sandwich. And at the end of it, we both just laying there on the ground, hungry, all beaten and bloody and shit. You know, like somebody's fucking needle sticking out of my ass or something. <laughs> it was just a mess. So they brought me back to the Raxino and they had Molly Rax stitch me up. And uh, we became best friends ever since. That's uh, a <laughs> Man, I'll tell you one th- one experience I had with the raccoon, and I think I like brought this up on the couple times that I was, or like the one of the times that I was on the um the like rack show, uh, radio show, like in the morning show, uh, before in the studio, and I was walking into uh the pizzeria down the street from me with my dog, and this is probably like a year and a half ago, and I guess it was like during the mating season of the raccoons, and I guess you don't want to fuck with them during that time because they uh oh yeah oh yeah. And they, this one, like, follows us into the restaurant, and it's, I, I, like, see it like it was yesterday, I mean, it was slow motion almost, like, this thing just goes, and just starts pawing at my dog, and the owner of the pizzeria, thank God, like, jumped over the counter and started hitting it with a, with a rake until, I don't know where the hell he got a rake from. Uh, but he starts hitting with a rake and then eventually it like ran out and we found out later that it was not rabid. It was just pregnant. Oh, that's lucky. Yeah. You don't want to, uh, I mean, they're, they're cute and everything, but like in real life, like all shit posting aside, it's like, they will fuck you up. We had one before I started doing this, I worked at this weed lab and it was like next door to this church. And on the roof of the church, there was a family of raccoons. And we would watch them because I was working the night shift and uh, across from us is like this, this fucking bagel place, just like a random bagel shop. And like in the cameras, you could see this family of raccoons, like sitting on top of this roof, just eating <laughs> bagels and shit that they got. And you'd see a couple of them like bail. And then like 15 minutes later, they'd come back up with like more bagels and shit. And they just like live there. We didn't mess with them though, but yeah, they, they will fuck you up if if you, get in between them and, and anything very rabid uh, but i i think uh seriously i think what what it was is they saw my shit posting i saw their show shit posting game recognized game and they were like hey come uh come join us and uh yeah the rest is history and now we have a corporation and a board of directors <laughs> well that's uh i do i do enjoy the rack show it's a very uh it's like 
it's like the off-grid like underground um like cosmos do you still do you guys still not record that i think that's what another thing i vibe with them so much about is like that old school pirate radio we feel like when i was a kid i was on my own radio station and shit like to do like skits like beavis and butthead that kind of shit when i was a kid i thought was so fucking stupid and funny and this is kind of like a manifestation of that like through podcasting and this technology we can basically set up our own little pirate radio station nobody gonna cancel us fcc can't say shit like it's just you do whatever you want you know and that's it's kind of developing from there i can relate to you on that man i i remember my in my youth going around new york city thinking i was like johnny knoxville and uh me and my like friends would go around and just do like stupid shit that we shouldn't have been doing but we were 16 so it was okay um like i guess that was like before like tinder and all that good stuff um so we like had actually did things outside so um it's like give and take catch 22 um yeah, we got out easy, I think. Like, I, I feel like I, I definitely would not have made it as far as I have if we would have had as many cameras back then as we have now, because everybody's filming everything now. And yeah, some of the shit we used to get away with, like, there's no way you would be fucking even thinking about doing it these days, because they would just they'd be like, nope, you're a terrorist now. I'm like, get out of here. That's a very good point. Very good point. Uh, and I will leave that at that. It's a very good point. <laughs> um, now, with the scribe work, essentially, do you get paid for that? Um, do you do you get enough back to like make it you know worth the effort to do in terms of like the server space that it must take and like all the storage space and j- just your time that you invest in it on a weekly basis? The time, no. Uh, needs surviving stuff like that, yeah. Only through the good graces of the Terra community. And if it wasn't for them, obviously they were the first ones to fund me. They've kept me going after the crash. I was thinking, all right, I probably have to go get my job back at the lab. <laughs> and uh, they were like, do you like doing this? Like, do you want to keep doing this? I was like, hell yeah, I'll keep doing it. My huh. only mandate is that I like all I have to technically do to survive and i've probably said this before on spaces but all i have to do is archive terra spaces host them when they need a host archive them that's it and i could survive live my life everything would be cool there's so much other content out there and i'm just that way i guess i maybe they knew i couldn't say no to people so they're like we'll make him do it and pretty soon he'll archive everything and (laughs) that's kind of what i'm doing now so when you see me out there like hustling for money and shit i'm trying to get a budget together so i can hire a few of these cats that i've met in this game because there's a ton of talent out there that i wouldn't say gets wasted but gets drained enough having to work day jobs to where they're not able to perform at their maximum capacity after work because obviously nobody wants to fucking do more work when you just got done working and the ones that do like me like you like a lot of cats in this space right now like we're the ones that kind of keep the shit going during these down markets you know like all you got to do to survive is survive and that's what we've been doing so yeah, uh, so, I could just uh, like live the easy life and like make my rap rap albums and just you know say fuck everybody else, but 
I definitely like having a nice broad snapshot of all the crypto stuff, not just Terra Spaces. So I I try to do as many as I can. Some ecosystems put out a lot more content than others, and some are a lot better funded than others. And I would like to see them pitch in more ecos like Polygon, like Cadena, Juno. Uh, and Juno's starting to come around a little bit, at least some of the individuals in the community, they definitely step up and, and kick in a bit here and there. Uh, Stargaze, they pitch in. Omniflix, they pitch in. Uh, Asset Mantle, Comdex, they pitch in a little bit. And so between all of those, I just try to get like the ones that aren't pitching in, you know, like Akash and Secret and Shade, like they all have their weekly spaces as well. I'm being a lot more picky about them just because i do want to get this rap album finished and if i keep doing like 15 to 20 spaces a day that's never gonna fucking happen so i've been trying to color code stuff in the schedule if you go on there you'll notice some of the shit is blue that's shit that's getting recorded in archive some of the shit's in red that's the shit that's not getting recorded or archive i still want the information in the calendar because people you know they like that schedule so i'll definitely keep putting everything in the calendar that way you'll have easy links to, you know, the spaces and stuff. And most people are recording them on Twitter now. I don't know if Twitter is still deleting after 30 days or if they're actually starting to keep that shit now. Because that was one of the big things when I started. Not everybody had the record function, first of all. And then if you did record it, Twitter only kept that shit out for 30 days and then it was gone. So having this permanent archive was super, super useful. Uh, I don't know if if that's changed since then. I mean, that very well may have, but you also get a nice searchable interface. And I mean, it's not the prettiest thing, but, you know, you can search on it and it, it's pretty easy to find stuff, I think. Yeah, I did notice that there's another uh, person that's like trying to be TerraSpaces. Um, they, uh, but they always screw up and miss the, like, the uh, person that's like, if you're not, a, if you're not, um, like, if oh not, no! Are you talking about the interchain archive? Yes, that one. Oh yeah, that's no, that's the homie. That's Reese. He's trying to help me retire, man. He's been working on this AI bot, but th yeah, that is a drawback. Is that if you don't record it, it won't capture it. Like right no, now, no. this one's not Is being it, recorded. Uh, no, What's it up? does. Uh, like, let's say I'm like on here and I'm talking, you know, but on the Omniflex handle, you know that it's me, but the AI doesn't know that it's me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The labeling and stuff. And, and I only know that because I know you guys like there's a ton of spaces that I'm sure I'd fuck up the names and shit because I'm I'm just grabbing it off of the player itself. Like you can scrub through uh, the time code and like different people will pop up on there. So I just like pop them all open in a new tab, then copy paste them into my show notes. Uh, but yeah, that bot is strictly just it captures all the data from the Twitter API, I believe. And then it does some quick AI editing, removes a lot of the silences and stuff, uh, and then posts it up on on this site that he's working on. But yeah, again, that only works. The, the editing for me personally, because I'm super picky, it's not that great, but it is better than raw Twitter audio, obviously. Uh, but it's not very searchable or anything yet. But he's also like trying to to do a lot of like Juno coding as well. So it's just like a little... A little passion project, but it'll all be open source and stuff uh, uh, once it's finished, if it's not already. And then, uh, yeah, people can make whatever they want with it, which is cool. What would you say is the most iconic moment you've gotten uh, recorded and, and saved in the archives? 
Ooh, man, that's tough. There, I, I would say pre-crash, a lot of the peacocking that was happening was pretty epic. There was some pretty epic spaces with Doe uh, talking about, you know, what the core movement of this whole thing was trying to achieve, you know, like going against the system and, and creating a truly decentralized form of programmable money, like all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think those are pretty epic pieces uh, of history and time. And then obviously the crash. Uh, but as far as like stuff for me, you'll have to wait for rec clips to come out. Because I, I, I have, I think, about 350 <laughs> wrecked clips right now that are wrecked in either audio quality or things being said or, yeah, they're, they're just, they're wrecked. So that, that'll be fun. And we have uh, one of the hottest new up-and-coming artists in all of Cosmos. He's actually here in the space, the Moose Corporate, Mr. Ambedo, uh, working on the art for this. So very exciting. But that's a long way off. Like it's people keep asking when I'm like, man, I'm still collecting clips. Like it'll be done when it's done. It'll probably have to get chopped up into like different mints just because there, there will be so many. We can do different mints on different chains and shit or let people mint on the chain they want if this uh, 721 shit's finished by then, which it sounds like it might be. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Uh, we're, but we're, the good thing is you can see light at the end of the tunnel at this point. So yes, that's all you can ask for. Um, what is the biggest challenge that you face in your day to day, whether it be your, uh, in terms of like, you know, recording stuff or recording stuff, you know, for your music, uh, what would you say is the biggest challenge that you face like on a, either a day to day or a weekly basis? Ooh, probably running out of weed. I smoke a lot of weed. I, I smoked a lot of weed. And now that I'm just at home all the time, I smoke a lot more. So keeping weed, uh, I don't like leaving my house. I'm one of those people that like, I pay a lot of money per month to live in this house. Like, why the fuck would I want to leave? You know, and there's just like other people out there and shit and just being, I, I don't know. I, I don't need it right now. I think I'm becoming a recluse in my old age. Uh, but that really is just like jug. What's that? No, given that given that response, then indica or sativa. Uh, those are kind of myths. What you want to go by is the the terpenes and the cannabinoids, and you want to smell them because your nose is hooked up to your endocannabinoid system, and different people have different endocannabinoid systems. And so, if something smells good to you, your nose knows, and that's probably a strain that's going to work well for you. Uh, for me personally, I've been smoking a lot of purple Hindu Kush, a lot of Hawaiian Dutch. Uh, what is this one? A lot of Mac, Mac 11, Mac 10. I don't know. Some Mac. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the whole, like, th there's a lot of, and I, I only know this from working in the weed lab for so long, but like, there's a ton of, uh, misinformation, misconceptions when it comes to, to cannabis. And we, we could do a whole nother show on that. I, I don't want to. I don't even want to get started, but I would say I don't look for either of the labels. I go by smell. If it smells good, looks good, I'll buy it. So Indica in the couch doesn't uh, resonate with you? It doesn't as far as this is labeled an Indica. Like, what does that mean? Is Does it have Indica-like terpenes in it and a, a particular cannabinoid profile that, like, gives you that couch lock? 
it, it, it all, it, it's, it's hard to explain. It, it, it's all marketing. When, when you go into a store and they're like, this is a 30, 70 Sativa Indica hybrid, like it, that shit's all marketing, man. They're just making up that shit. There is zero metric for gauging a spectrum of how indica e or Sativa like, you know, the plants are. The only thing I would say that indica and Sativa do come into play and you would I guess be selective for is just the growing process itself, just because anything that's producing that sort of profile is going to grow a certain way. And you can always tell when you have something that's going to be nice and thick because the leaves are broad, they're not like thin and spiny. And you always know that like when they're little and spiny like that, then that's probably going to have more what people would consider sativa leaning terpene profile but yeah it, it's a whole thing i could nerd out on weed shit forever <laughs> very interesting and finn i think you're gonna enjoy the person that just came on stage um but doc hollywood how are you buddy i heard a conversation about weed uh from another blockchain <laughs> and i and i just i went cross chain all the way over here for this um, we'd be friends <laughs> we'd be friends yo so um, I love cannabis. What you kind of end up with is uh, a hybrid for the most part, no matter really what you're smoking. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely would lean more to like sativa and, uh, you know, like kind of the upper that gets you thinking all this, you know, good, fun, crazy, creative stuff, which leads me here. So excited to, to, to learn what you guys are building. Big fan of, uh, of uh, you know, uh, Cosmos and, and uh you know what you guys are doing so you know i'm i'm more of a novice i'm coming from the solana blockchain as, as far as our collection called best buds um but we actually uh plan to have a cross-chain mint soon almost like a scavenger hunt where if you collect all of our ingredients you know seeds and and soil and uv lights and all that kind of stuff you can grow up our next generation so i'm bringing that over here baby let's go muchas gracias doc um and i you guess <laughs> I guess this would, be, this would be a good time to open it up to the audience uh, that if you have any questions for uh, uh, Terra Spaces or if you have any questions for Victoria and Maria, we'll bring them back up here uh, because we, I probably should have done their questions at the end of their segment. But uh, I thought I could, we could do like a nice grand old uh, open, you know, open discussion thing at the end of this in total. So if you guys want to come back up and if anybody has any questions for either of the um of the participants tonight um and tara spaces i or finn rather i should call you um if you have anything that you want to add in closing about yourself uh that we might not have covered um please feel free to share uh and this will be your uh your last word to the community Ooh, i i would like to see are you familiar with the ig nobels you ever like look at the the ig nobel prizes at all uh i have not Okay, it, it's they're like the Nobel Prizes, you know, Nobel Prize like yeah. uh, awards greatness and, and and innovation, all that shit. Well, Ig Nobels are like the opposite of that. So I would love to see alongside of, and obviously it doesn't have to happen this time since I'm, I'm just thinking of it, but I would love to see the Ig 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 Cosmos Awards, the, the <laughs> D Cosmos. I don't know what we we'd have to call it something, but I, I would love to see that kind of stuff. Something more jokey and, and trolly and yeah, yeah. The FUD awards or something. Come up and FUD if you think. 
but yeah, uh, no, I just, if, if you can, you know, donate terraspaces.org slash donate. If not, don't worry about it. Uh, there's a telegram channel on my Twitter for the Terraspaces account. And that's probably the best way to get my attention. If you like need something like right away, like, Hey, this guy started a space and they didn't record it. Can you come like save it? If you hit me up in the telegram, I will see that shit immediately. But like, if you hit me up on discord, I probably won't see it for like two or three hours. Uh, but yeah, besides that, uh, Twitter DMS, obviously if, if they're open to you, you can send me a message there and, and get a hold of me. And, uh, yeah, make sure if you're filling out your applications for the board of directors for the corporation, that those are filled out in triplicate black ink only, please. Thank you. all. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Uh, anybody have any questions for uh, for Finn or for Maria or Victoria, which I believe are still in the audience? Yes. Uh, so, Maria, if you'd like to rejoin, if anybody has any questions for the Cosmos Awards team, or if anybody has any questions for Mr. Finn. I'm, I'm pretty stoked for the awards. And, yeah, definitely, like, props to the Omniflix team for not having, like, dumped out a token yet and just everything that they're building leading up to it like they're they're definitely going about it right i've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people in the team a lot of them like asking me to do a collection over there and i'm like i wish i had more time too but i can't right now but i will archive all y'all spaces and stuff yeah you guys put out a lot of good content so it's cool to see them also like interested and wanting and willing to support somebody like me that's just you know trying to make this archive for everybody so i, I appreciate y'all we actually recorded something yesterday that's like it's it's incredible to watch, but it's also so heartbreaking. Um, we we had Kurt Schilling um, yesterday interview um, a guy by the name of Jim Poole. If you are a uh, Cleveland Indians fan, you might remember the man. Uh, he's the person that gave up the the home run to David Justice in the 1995 uh, World Series, um, and he came down with with ALS in 2000 and um he's been or so, I'm sorry no he retired in 2000 he came down with ALS about a year and a half ago and uh just seeing what that disease does to you know a person's body and what what it does to a person's just family and there it's 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 heartbreaking the one thing i didn't realize about ALS not to get off topic here but uh the one thing i didn't realize about ALS which makes it like so devastating is picture like your body, you know, you, you know, you right now you, you have instincts and you have like reflexes. And, you know, if, if you see a ball coming at your face, you're going to move your hand and try to catch it. But the people with ALS, they, their brain will like, you know, want to do those things instinctively and like have those reflexes, but their muscles just don't do it because they can't, because their muscles are basically deteriorating to the point where now your brain is perfectly fine, but as it progresses, you know, you can't talk, then you lose your ability to like produce saliva and you're on a feeding, you're on a feeding tube. And then the last leg of it is your lungs, which are muscles begin to atrophy and, and seize. And you essentially, you know, you suffocate to death and all of this while your brain cognitively, you are perfectly fine, hundred percent fine. The same, you know, person that you were two, three years ago before you got diagnosed. And that's, that's, I didn't realize that, you know, that's got to be the hardest part of all, because then you're sitting there and you're, you know, you have your loved ones that are caring for you and have to carry you, um, you know, out of bed and dress you when you're, you know, 
uh, however much you weigh, dead weight. You know, and that's got to be like picture. You know, as a guy, you know, having to basically you know have somebody else live for you or do everything for you to to exist. You know, most most people are just like the pride that most men have that would not would would not be okay with that. And it's just like you gotta definitely give credit to the family members and to the communities that help those people that are um you know that are going through that because it's literally a uh when somebody in your family is diagnosed with that it's like the entire family is diagnosed with it and it's not cheap to um to to you know to get people the support that they need in that sense so that's why we're um really excited about working with Kurt on this initiative and uh we're going to be launching the collection now officially on Lou Gehrig Day um and we're going to be doing a couple more uh, things with the, with uh, with members that are the, of the ALS, ALS community. And this first installment of Minting with Hope with Kurt Schilling will be uh, coming out in uh, the next couple of weeks here once we edit it and get it all nice. Uh, but it'll be launching on Omniflex TV in a couple of weeks here. Um, but yeah, just sorry to throw that in there. I don't know where that came from, but... Um, you were talking about, you know, the content that we produce, but this is going to be something really special. Um, you know, and hopefully we'll be able to educate a lot of people with it as well. But, um, now back. Yeah. That sort of stuff, that sort of stuff. And like this, the art history spaces that Sandy does, like that's the kind of stuff I, I actually like enjoy archiving and editing. It's, it's the, the long, like drawn out shill spaces that really just get me. And I'm like, all right, I've I've already heard this. And like, I, I I'll throw it out there a pro tip for anybody doing interviews. Like if you go to Terra spaces and just put in the name of the person you're interviewing more times than not a spacer or two or three or four will come up with them. And then you can listen to that and like kind of make mental notes of like the questions they're being asked and then try to like get out and around that stuff. Cause I, I know a lot of these projects, I wouldn't say dread, but like it, it becomes pretty monotonous when you go on like three or four spaces a week and like you're getting asked all the same questions. It's like I could just refer you to this one space I did like last month and you could just like have all your answers right there. And I mean, I get it. They want to have it on on their whatever particular platform they're they're doing that stuff on. But I, I think people would just overall have have a lot better quality if if they would kind of like be more aware of that sort of thing and, and the, the repetition and stuff. I, I'm sure a lot of people don't really notice it as much as I do because I listen to so many every day, but yeah, there, there's a lot of repetitive shit out there. So try, try to not be that we, we can be better. Very good. Very good uh, feedback there. I will definitely take that into consideration in my own uh, interviewing uh, processes. Yeah. And that, that wasn't meant. That was just was broad generalities. I mean, yeah, I can name some names if y'all want, but no, that that was just yeah, broad, broad generalities. I I do the same thing too when I'm interviewing people. Uh, like I always forget, and I don't have time to go back and like listen to what they've already been asked and shit because it is a lot of work, you know, doing these spaces. It's not just the hour or two that you see people on these spaces for. You know, there's hopefully some prep that goes into it and everything and all that behind the scenes shit. But some people are they just up here like just sitting on spaces while they're at work. You should be working. You know who you are. Get back to work. <laughs> All right. I got I got to bounce out of here, though. I got a bunch of, of editing to to get up on. But I appreciate y'all having me on for sure. We'll have to of do course. this again sometime. Of course, it was great having you. And it was great having uh, Maria and Victoria um, and the 
Cosmos Awards team. Thank you so much to both of you, or all three of you rather, for joining us today on In the Spotlight. Thank you for being in the spotlight with OmniFlix Network. And we will see you guys a week from today. But we'll also be back on Wednesday with Flix Talk in some variation, uh, some way, shape, or form. I heard a little birdie told me there's some uh, changes going on there, and they're going to be good ones. So we will see what what uh, what Sisla and the team come out with um, as we progress in the space world. So thank you guys. Have a great rest of your Saturday, or if it's already Sunday for you, have a wonderful Sunday. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was OmniFlix in the spotlight featuring Cosmos Awards and Finn from Terra Spaces. Recorded on Saturday, February 4th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focus, Starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back with the cliffs at our backs make the last stand matter no one ever planned for the famine on deck we was walking all erect with the dead man swagger sitting in a little den vision in the middle men listen to the fatal man play a little ditty then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Little Dan envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal hit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds you gotta find cover wipe off the bird poop right off the work while you try on the worst juice blinded by perps who try to reverse truth slide like fox news just trying to lie to you eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants i can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis mock up a basement could call me resilient waiting for the internet to make me a billion Vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Channel Spaces <laughs>